Hello and welcome. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to reduce stress and anxiety by doing a simple journaling exercise. It's amazing to see how much you can benefit from simply journaling. And in this exercise, there are three steps. If you haven't started journaling yet, or if you're not familiar with journaling, journaling is just writing down your thoughts and ideas of the day into something like a little notebook. I like to use digital notebooks these days because I don't like wasting a lot of paper and I don't tend to go back and read the journals later. So I tend to like to use the digital options. On the iPad, I have an app called Nebo, N-E-B-O. There's also an app called GoodNotes 5, I think. And then you can definitely use a paper journal, or if you like to type, you can type. I like physically writing. So now that you know about the different types of journals you can create, we're going to get into this simple three-step exercise. Hello and welcome. My name is Danette Lowe, and this is Shine First Today, where we help you learn how to follow your own internal guidance system. Thank you for joining us. So the first step in doing this exercise to reduce stress and anxiety is to get your journal out and simply do a brain dump of ideas. Write down all of the thoughts in your head on paper for 15 to 20 minutes, basically until you run out of things to write. You can start by thinking about recapping your day, what you've done in the last 24 hours, but you just want to continuously write, not thinking about it too much. You just want to write, write, write everything that pops into your head for about 15 to 20 minutes until you can't really think of any more things to write. The benefit of that first step in this exercise is that it's like clearing clutter for your brain. You really just want to get all the stimulus, all the input from the last few hours or the day or since the last time you did this. You just want to get it out of your head and onto paper. And that creates some free space in your mind to do the next two steps. Step two is to create a task in your task list, and it's going to be called gratitude. What I like to do is I create a task, I nickname it gratitude, and then in the notes of the task, I write down the things that I'm grateful for. and. Then each day I forward the task to the next day. And each day I reread the list of things I'm grateful for. And I add to it. Maybe sometimes I subtract, but usually it's an add. I change things around. So I'm thinking about it. And what you want to do is start with at least three things and write down three things that you're grateful for, at least three. Last week, I had the pleasure of going to a conference with other financial advisors. And the one thing I noticed at every table I sat at, every person I spoke to, there was some theme of feeling gratitude. 
there was some theme of feeling grateful for the things that we have in our lives, our families, being able to attend the conference, each other, having each other to talk to and learn from. And it was such an overwhelming feeling of gratitude. And it's something that I think we have to cultivate. In the news today, the news is just bombarding us with negative news stories and trying to divide us and just trying to make us afraid. I was at a conference a couple of years ago, and we had a fairly well-known in our industry news anchor come and do a segment. And it was really interesting to see a professional news anchor interviewing other financial advisors. And during the interview, at one point, he just candidly turned to the audience and said, our job as news people is to scare you. It is our job to make you afraid. It was this surreal moment where everybody just instantly got silent. I think it's important to offset all of the negativity we hear from other sources with a gratitude journal. You can write it down in the journal you're using. You can do like I suggested earlier, put it on a task list. This is a great exercise to do with kids. I did this with my granddaughter a few weeks ago, and I have this big giant whiteboard. I love whiteboards. I'm addicted to whiteboards. I said, Isabel, I'm going to write down five things. Tell me five things that you're grateful for. She was hesitant at first and didn't know what to do at first, but we started going through it and she got, I think, five, six, maybe seven things written down. And then she said something really interesting. And she goes, okay, now I'll do you. So she came over and grabbed the marker from me and said, now, Grammy, you have to tell me the five things you're grateful for. And I'll write them down. So it was such a cool moment in time. It was like a cool memory because not only was I helping her think about the things she's grateful for. She's eight years old, so she has a lot to be grateful for. And helping her do that. But then she wanted to like help facilitate that for me and wrote it down. So it was really cool. It's something that just shifts our energy into something positive. If we're feeling stressed and anxious and overwhelmed, it's easy. It's hard not to take a step back. But by doing the first step, which is the brain dump, clearing all the random thoughts out of your mind. And now the second stop, bringing gratitude into your mind and into your heart, will help you with the third part of the exercise. Now, for the third step, I just want you to get a blank piece of paper out and or digital paper or physical paper, whatever you prefer. But you're going to want something you can scribble and draw notes and make associations and pop ideas into. So it's not necessarily going to be like writing a paragraph. You're going to want to make like associations, okay? You're going to brainstorm on an issue that is troubling you right now. So I want you to think of something in your life that is at top of mind, something that is causing you stress, causing you anxiety, some situation in your life that you're not sure what to do. And what you're going to do is give this situation a nickname. and. The reason is you don't want to constantly replay 
a negative situation in your mind over and over again. Our brains don't know the difference between living through a traumatic experience or the memory of thinking about a traumatic experience. Our brains can't distinguish between the two things. And so if we're thinking about something that's causing us stress, our body's going to release stress hormones and things like that. So my solution for this is to give your situation a nickname, two to three words, no more than that, so that you can work on the issue a little bit objectively, a little bit outside of the issue itself. Now, your internal guidance system, what we're going to be talking to, we can call it the universe, you can call it God, you can call it source, you can call it quantum realm, whatever you want to call this energetic source. So when we're connecting in with our internal guidance system, it knows what the situation is. We don't have to describe the traumatic situation or the thing that's causing us stress. We do not have to describe it to the universe. The universe knows. So when we're connecting in and we're asking for help solving a problem, we don't have to give it more description. Your internal guidance system knows the optimal solution to whatever situation is facing you. And so what I want you to do on this big piece of paper or little piece of paper, or digital paper, whatever you're using, is you want to write down, dear universe, or whatever you feel comfortable writing. Dear heart, dear higher self, dear universe, please help me solve this problem and write down the nickname. And that is really all you have to do. Over the next few minutes, days, weeks, it takes sometimes time for the universe to arrange delivering the answer to you. But over the next period of time, you will start to get insight into the optimal solution for this situation. There's two things I want you to look at when you're thinking about this problem. Is the problem yours or is it someone else's? If it's your problem to solve, then you're going to start to look for and see signs of actions that you can take. If it's another person's problem to solve, Let's say someone that you love is having problems with addiction. The problem of addiction is their problem to solve. What you're going to ask yourself is, how can I be supportive of that person? How can I support that person in their journey to solve their problems? But we can't solve another person's problem. Sometimes that helps reduce the stress we feel over a situation when we realize that we cannot solve another person's problems. We can only work on our own. The second thing that I really notice is we usually need more information. We don't know everything that we need to know in order to solve it. One of the things you want to be on the lookout for is more information over the next few hours, minutes, days. It really doesn't take the universe long to find the optimal solution. But it does take a little bit of time for us to get the information. The other day, I had a situation where I had to 
let someone go at my company who I had only worked with for a few weeks. I hired an individual and it didn't work out and I had to let her go. And I was really beating myself up over the fact that this is not the first time that that's happened. I was watching a YouTube video on content creation and that led to another video and that led to a third video. This woman in this YouTube video was interviewing another woman and she started talking about her rule of threes for hiring. I don't remember that it was related in any way, shape or form to the video itself, but she said, I have this rule of threes. We do three applicants, three interviews in three locations. And by three different people, I just thought that was so useful. That was such great information for me where I struggle so much in the hiring process. And here was this like random tidbit of advice and information that really resonated and hit home. You might get information from songs that you're listening to on the radio. You might overhear a conversation. You might look for someone who has already solved the problem that you're dealing with. Every problem that any of us have ever had has been solved by someone else at some point in time. So look through your friends and instead of asking your friends what do they think you should do, in a certain situation, just ask them, say, hey, you were in this similar situation. How did you handle it? And see what you can take from that. I hope you can see the difference there is subtle. The three steps for this journaling process to reduce stress and anxiety. The first step was just to do a brain dump, just to write down all of your thoughts continuously for 15 to 20 minutes, however long it takes. That helps clear out clutter, the clutter in our minds, and helps you become centered and a little bit grounded, a little bit more focused. Step two was start to write down things that you're grateful for, just to make a task for gratitude, or write down in your journal three things that you're grateful for at least. Then the third step is to ask your internal guidance system for help with the problem by giving the problem a nickname and not wasting time thinking about it and replaying it. Because when we replay the stressful thing that's causing us anxiety, then that creates more anxiety by replaying it in our minds. It's better just to nickname it. Your internal guidance system knows what happened, knows what the situation is. You don't have to remind it and say, I need help with this situation. And then pay attention over the next few hours, minutes, days, as you will get in random places information that will help you with the optimal solution to that problem. So last time we did an episode called The Seven Life Lessons I Learned from Taking an Art Class, and that was filled with a lot of things that I'm grateful for, and maybe you might be interested in listening to that. So we'll put a link to it at the end of this episode. Thank you very much for being here today. I greatly appreciate you listening. Thank you. If you're looking for more support on your journey and you want to join a lovely community of like-minded people, 
please head over to our website at shinefirsttoday.com. At the website, we have a number of resources to help guide you on your journey. I'm sending you light and love. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.